0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Worship Today on Sunday, August the 23rd. It is the 12th Sunday after Pentecost. We are going to begin worship this day with a song that talks about the fact that our hope indeed is built on the solid rock of Jesus Christ. My hope is built on nothing less is our first hymn on page two. Of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all and also with you. Let us join now in reading responsibly our Psalm for the day, Psalm 138. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I will sing your praise. I will bow down toward your holy temple and praise your name. When I called, you answered me. You increased my strength within me. All the rulers of the earth will praise you, O Lord, when they have heard the words of your mouth. The Lord be with you and also with you. We pray together. O God, with all your faithful followers of every age, we praise you, the rock of our life. Be our strong foundation and form us into the body of your son that we may gladly minister to all the world through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Our reading this afternoon comes from Paul's letter to the church at Rome. I appeal to you therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and not all the members have the same function. So we, who are many, are one body in Christ, and individually we are members one of another. We have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us. Prophecy in proportion to faith, ministry in ministering, the teacher in teaching, the exhorter in exhortation, the giver in generosity, the leader in diligence, the compassionate in cheerfulness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As we prepare to hear our gospel this afternoon, let us join in the responsive reading on page five. The word is near you, on your lips and in your heart. If you confess with your lips that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Faith comes from what is heard, and what is heard comes through the word of christ the holy gospel according to matthew the 15th chapter glory to you O lord excuse me it should be the 16th chapter now when jesus came into the district of caesarea philippi he asked his disciples Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist, but others Elijah, and still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered, You are the Messiah, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then he sternly ordered the disciples not to tell anyone that he was the Messiah. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Remember when you were a kid and you were told that once you were given a key to the house, you could come home by yourself after school. Or maybe you were handed the car key once you had that driver's license. And now you could come and go as you pleased as long as you had gas money. Or maybe when you got the front door key to your own home or apartment. It symbolizes, symbolized the start of your life as an adult, a newlywed, a new parent. Whatever keys we were given, they were keys that opened the way to adventures and freedom. On the day that water was poured over our heads in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, there was love and understanding poured into our hearts. So as we grew, we found a new life unlocked for us by Jesus Christ. We could know what it means to be forgiven, to know peace, to know what it means to have hope what it means to be promised the treasures of God's kingdom. And then came the day of our public confession, our confirmation day, when we, along with Peter, confessed publicly that Jesus is the Son of the living God. We said yes to wanting to continuing living the life begun for us at the font and nurtured by our parents and Sunday school teachers and friends. As we answered the questions asking if we would live among God's faithful people and proclaim the good news and serve all people following the example of Jesus Christ, we were handed another set of keys, the same spiritual keys that the Lord handed to Peter, that day told about in today's gospel. Yes, my friends, it is not only those ordained as clergy people who have the power to pronounce forgiveness, but it is all who follow in the footsteps of Peter as the disciples of our Lord. One of the lessons we learned in Sunday school was about this part of the Lord's Prayer. Forgive us our trespasses or debts, as we forgive those who trespass against us or our debtors. This fifth petition of the Lord's Prayer is where Martin Luther says, We ask that God would give us all things by grace and forgive us. So we too truly want to forgive heartily and do good gladly to those who sin against us. If we confess with our tongues that Jesus is the Messiah, a word that means chosen one, we confess that we have been chosen to show others what forgiveness is about. The same forgiveness that we first receive when our Lord saves us from sin and death. This is by far one of the most challenging parts of our call to be a Christian. Our very human side hates to be hurt, betrayed, lied to, stolen from, called names, left out, bullied. The list goes on and on about the many ways others can trespass against us. Paul reminds us that we are to be in this world, but not of the world. Or as he says in the reading from Romans today, do not be conformed to this world. The world would say an eye for an eye. If you get hurt, hurt the other guy with the same pain. It's been around since the 1700s BC when it was proclaimed by Hammurabi, king of Babylon. And yes, the people of Israel in ancient Hebrew also used the law. It's in Exodus chapter 23, verses 24 to 25. But Jesus addressed this earlier in the book of Matthew. If anyone slaps you on the cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. Does this mean we can't defend ourselves? No. Does this mean we should not press charges or seek restitution if there has been an injustice? No. But what it does mean, what forgiveness means, is how we meet the hurts of life. What is our attitude? If we are going to be gods and be different from the world, then we are going to have to have a different take on things. Tomorrow morning, we could be met by someone who says something hurtful to us. Our roommate, a staff member, a friend, or a family member we talk to on the phone. We could say something mean and hurtful right back to them. Or we could do, as Martin Luther says, do good gladly to those who sin against us. We could not say anything. We could respond by asking if everything is all right with the other person because sometimes lashing out is masking the other person's hurt. We could find out if we have legitimately hurt the other person and apologize. However we choose to handle someone sinning against us, we are always called to handle it by acting out of the forgiveness we have first been given. As I said before, this is the most challenging part of being one of God's people because God wants our forgiveness to be sincere. And that means it may take time because some have hurt us very deeply, very personally. But if we can be a little less like the world, And more like Christ each day, we'll find our hearts changing, understanding more and more the mercy of God's grace for us and how those around us need to feel it in their lives by receiving mercy, grace, and forgiveness from us. Hear these words by the songwriter Matthew West. It's the hardest thing to give away and maybe the last thing on your mind today. It always goes to those who don't deserve. It's the opposite of how you feel. When they, the pain they caused is just too real. Takes everything you have to say the word forgiveness. It'll clear the bitterness away. It can even set a prisoner free. There's no end to what its power can do. So let it go and be amazed by what you see through eyes of grace. The prisoner that it really frees is you. Forgiveness, forgiveness show me how to love the unlovable show me how to reach the unreachable help me now to do the impossible forgiveness amen our hymn of the day today is a hymn that we have known for many, many years, but it's always a good reminder when we sing it to just be awed again by the wonderful way that we know the grace of our Lord in our life and how we can share that grace with others. Amazing Grace is on page seven. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our God. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, and the life everlasting, amen. Let us join our hearts together in the prayers on page nine. Confident of your care and helped by the Holy Spirit, we pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need. Lord, our rock, you are our foundation in Jesus Christ, your son whom we confess as the living God. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You call forth praises from the far reaches of the universe to the smallest of creatures. May we cherish this wondrous home you give us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, You preserve us, deliver us, and fulfill your purpose for us. According to your steadfast love, grant healing and wholeness to all in need, especially all who we name before you now. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. You are the everlasting rock from which we were hewn and you restore your people to joy and gladness. In blessed memory and hope, we thank you for the lives of our beloved dead. Bring us with them to our heavenly home. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. In the certain hope that nothing can separate us from your love, we offer our prayer these prayers to you Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. May God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine, grant you the gifts of faith and hope. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. We end our worship this day in singing, O Savior, Precious Savior, on page 11. The Spirit sends us forth to serve. Thanks be to God. Well, thank you so much for joining in this time of worship this afternoon. I hope that you have a good rest of this Sabbath day and a blessed day.